You're listening to SBS News. On the 31st of December 2019, China reported a cluster of pneumonia cases in the city of Wuhan with an unknown cause. It was later identified as novel coronavirus. The first case was linked to Wuhan's Huanan seafood market. At the time, Wuhan became the epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak after people began falling ill with a mysterious form of pneumonia. Today, Health and Family Planning Commissioner Wuhan, Hubei Province, informed the latest update on pneumonia caused by an unknown virus. Pathogen examination has already been finished and tentative diagnoses showed 41 cases suffering from pneumonia caused by a preliminarily determined new type of coronavirus, including two people who have already left hospital, seven in a severe condition, one dead. Other patients are in a stable condition. In Australia, the first COVID-19 case was confirmed on the 25th of January 2020, but it was largely overshadowed by the ferocious black summer bushfires that shrouded Sydney in smoke and burnt large parts of New South Wales and Victoria and other regions. It seemed that Australia had only just dealt with one crisis when another emerged, with growing unease about the spread of a mysterious virus around the world. On the 30th of January 2020, the World Health Organization declared the outbreak a public health emergency of international concern, and on the 11th of March 2020, it declared COVID-19 a pandemic. Basically, if you have a fever, it will show up red on your forehead, on the left hand. Make no mistake... This is, though, an emergency in China. But it has not yet become a global health emergency. It may yet become one. And we're deeply concerned, both by the alarming levels of spread and severity, and by the alarming levels of inaction. We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterised as a pandemic. Focusing on Australia, from the 1st of February 2020, the federal government imposed travel restrictions and quarantine requirements on people arriving from China. And in the following days, two groups of Australians arriving from Wuhan were quarantined on Christmas Island and at Howard Springs near Darwin. On the 10th of March 2020, Federal Health Minister at the time, Greg Hunt, announced that there were 100 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Australia. On the 11th of March 2020, the federal government announced a more than $2 billion health package to address COVID-19. On the 12th of March 2020, the government announced a $17 billion economic support package, followed later in the month with a $66 billion support package. And on the 13th of March 2020, National Cabinet was formed. A few days later, the 18th of March, National Cabinet announced a range of measures, including bans on non-essential indoor gatherings of more than 100 people and the cancelling of Anzac Day ceremonies. On the 20th of March 2020, Australia was one of the first countries in the world to close its borders to non-residents. It was at this point many Australians began to take notice of what was going on and supermarket shelves were stripped as panic buying began. States and territories soon brought in a range of emergency measures, and by the end of March, many non-essential businesses had been forced to close, and social distancing measures had been announced. Victoria New South Wales sent their residents into lockdown. States, including South Australia, Queensland, Western Australia and Tasmania, closed their borders, requiring travellers to quarantine for 14 days. Movement into Indigenous communities was also very restricted. 
The month's long restrictions and lockdowns were effective and kept case numbers relatively low during that time. Vaccines against COVID-19 were developed and by the 20th of October 2021, 70% of Australians had received two vaccine doses. This was seen as a key milestone in allowing restrictions to be eased, and they were. But later in the year, the new Omicron variant started to take hold. By December 2021, it was spreading rapidly across the country. I'm concerned that cases of COVID-19 continue to rise, putting further pressure on stretched health systems and health workers, and also concerned about the increasing trend of deaths. 12,000 deaths in Australia and millions worldwide. Up until early October 2021, Australia had the second lowest total number of confirmed cases per capita of all OECD countries. Only New Zealand had a lower rate. By early March 2022, Australia had dropped to the fifth lowest death rate, largely due to the increasing cases from the Omicron outbreaks. In the first year of the pandemic, 898 people died with COVID-19 in Australia, making it the 38th leading cause of death in 2020. Of the 898 deaths, 800 were in Victoria. In the 18 months that followed, this number grew to more than 8,000 deaths in Australia. Up until 30th of June this year, more than 8,000 people had died with or from COVID-19, making up 2.1% of deaths during the pandemic. The latest figures show, by the 30th of September this year, more than 12,000 people had died with or from COVID-19 in Australia. And as of the 23rd of December 2022, there had been 6,656,601 deaths around the world, according to the World Health Organization. Marcus Megalokonomos, SBS News. 